0: <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the DNPR Avalanche podcast. It was amazing. I'm Eric. This is Rudo. We have AJ. We have Tiff. And like we saw on the screen there, the Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon are coming home perfect. What a great start to the season. It's uh, three big road games. Um, we can talk about last night and then maybe nitpick a little bit on the road trip and uh, go from there. I mean, what... Uh, what stood out to you AJ? I know you got your your um your studs and duds that were out there last night, late mm. last night, yeah. but uh not as late as normal, got him. Yeah. Got home yeah. fast. Yeah, focused. But and then he was screaming right before the show started, so you know, here we go. I think he's ready to go
2: today.
1: <laughs> I'm ready to go every day, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come with my lunch pail, you know.
2: Uh calm down, LOC. Yeah, All I was right. gonna say he's like LOC. Well, I will yeah. I will take that. Thank you.
1: I am happy to be the the LOC of DNVR. It works for me. Yep. Solid, reliable, occasionally fun. <laughs> Doesn't like attention. This is a great comparison. I love this. Um no, I, I think last night going through it, the power play was worse than I realized. Um <laughs> yeah. we knew it watching live because we were like these are Bad. Yeah. yeah, I did not realize that they got outshot <laughs>
2: four they'd, to one. They had one shot all night on the people, one right? shot. Yeah.
1: on a power play. Now it's only four minutes of power play time, so it's yeah. not like tons here. But you gave they gave up four shots on goal and they generated one with more players on the ice. That's a joke, man. That's a straight up joke. So that has to get fixed, especially yeah. because we saw. The first game of the season, I really didn't have problems with the power play. There was like one in that game where I was like, eh, that wasn't very good. But otherwise, I thought it was pretty solid. They scored, and their goal was awesome. Yeah, It's great play. Uh, and then in San Jose, you know, the first one was good, and it got a little bit worse as the game went on. The five-on-three looked like they hadn't done a five-on-three in six months. You know, like it, was, it wasn't it was very good. And then uh, the, the power play unit last night was bad, like unacceptably bad.
0: And we know that that's a big difference. I mean, if you look at that first game, it opens up the with that, that McCarr goal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it opens up the game a little bit, and then we see the San Jose game where you're playing well, but a power play goal could help and then yeah. loosen, you know, a little bit of what's going on around the, the vibes of the team. But that was um, you're right. I mean, that's something they got to fix, and and it's early, right? It's three games oh, in, of but, course. And, and and some new guys, right? I mean, same, oh, yeah. you know, some. Old guys, but also some new guys trying to figure out what's the perfect match, right? You know, Raijo uh solid on the face offs on the power play, but maybe mm. a little suspect on his decision making, right, Ruto? Uh
2: yeah. I per on the power play in particular, Raijo really has looked actively bad. I think he's actively made the power play worse. I don't want to nitpick him too much no, because no, no. I do think the yep. face-offs and his five-on-five five play have been more than fine. And he's and been
0: good in front of the net, too. Yeah, even yeah.
2: if the production isn't there, uh, it's okay for now. It's going to have to come. But, yeah, the power play for him, I don't know. You might want to start tinkering a little bit with that top power play unit just to see what else you have out there. Um, what? Right,
1: so, like, what do you do, though? Because you do have him on there specifically to win a face off, but he also gives them that right handed shot that they covet. They do love a right-handed shot in that, shot on in that middle spot of that ice. For sure. They have they have one guy on the left, they've got one guy on the right. So like if you were to move Raijo off, let's just entertain this idea that okay, now McKinnon is taking that face off on the right side or you're just throwing a lefty so, over there. That's fine, but what do you do?
2: Yeah, so I go back to the start of last year before Val's ankle injury. Him and Miko were working that give and go with Val in the middle, really, really well on that right side. Okay, so I that's what I would try in the immediate, and just live with whatever happens on faceoffs. Yeah, okay. Now you have Miko and Mac. You know they're not going to win a ton, but they're not going to lose. At least Miko is not going to lose all the time on the one side that yeah. you have. But yeah, Miko has his uh, he's got his nights,
1: man. Where yeah. it's just sometimes the guy wins faceoffs and you're just like all right whatever I'll take a 6 out of 8
2: night <laughs> whatever yeah. and, and you know it's one of those things that the avs get away with right because of how unbelievably good McKinnon is at getting you into the zone
1: yeah which was the problem last night
2: yeah, yeah it was bad
1: they they couldn't you know the one the the one clean entry that McKinnon got he drops that puck to Ryan Johansson who looked shocked that the puck was in (laughs) anywhere near near. yeah (laughs) he was like i didn't expect this to happen i'm i'm the fifth highest paid player on the ice right now i don't under that i didn't think i was gonna be why do i get the puck yeah (laughs) why am i here uh so it was it was uh you know not not a not great moment for him there but
0: speaking of not touching the puck on the power play i mean I can tell you a story back then with Mark Crawford when I was playing <laughs> here. I wasn't a power play guy, but Crow was really quick on the on the on the on the eject button for some guys. You're having so, a man, bad night. You're, yeah, yeah, you're mm-hmm. having a bad night, AJ. Okay, <laughs> you're not going, Eric. You're going. I don't remember who let's say Valerie Kaminsky. World class player. Okay, Val, you're not going Eric you are going. Then he would lean in my ear and be like if you touch the puck, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> you are not touching the ice the rest of the game. You are going in front of that net, and that's it. And then guys used to be like Joe Sacking. They'd hear and didn't give me the puck, and I'd be like, I don't want the puck. I don't want the puck. puck. <laughs> you're like kicking it back. You, you know, don't, I don't want whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's funny you're saying that about you know. <laughs> hey, I'm funny. the fifth best player. I'm not touching the puck, but you're right. I mean, there, there is an mm. adjustment period. That's why it's early. It takes a few games to. We you know, right. We, we
2: saw some of that beyond Rijo too. for, oh, for sure. Leckman multiple times, not last night, but the night, night the game four. before. Yeah, yeah. It, he was just, every time that guy pulls the trigger. When you have McKinnon, Rantanen, and Macar on the ice, you're kind of going, "Is that really the choice you want to be making right <laughs> yeah. now?" It's like, it's like that's a good scoring chance. Yeah. Take the yeah. shot. It's fine, but damn it.
0: <laughs> and, and and the one thing we can't be not satisfied with as a second unit because they've really had the they crummy out of no I mean, They haven't had, had in those three games. They haven't totally. had. I remember yesterday it was like, what, 10 seconds one time? Yeah, I don't even think I, about the second unit as right part now, of like. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like they they even, the one shift that they are, the one of the second power play, they got, the, they got the thing set up. It was right at the end so it didn't matter but like they, they at least got the zone and got set up which is more than you could say about the top unit last night.
0: Yeah, and it's early and it will take a few games and yeah. then on the flip side of things, the PKs look Awesome, right? It starts with Georgiev and then obviously yeah. some new elements, you know, off season acquisitions.
2: I mean, they've all been great. I, zero complaints about anyone on the PK, to be honest with you. I think Ross Colton has been not just for face offs, which he actually hasn't been great at, but mm, on the PK specifically? Okay, fair enough. But his defense is the part that's really impressed me, to yeah. be honest. When they set up with Colton as the high forward in the zone on the PK, he's a monster with his stick, man. He's getting into oh. everything. He's not letting passes through anywhere. So that was great. Obviously, you have the, the guys that have been doing it for a while now with, like, LOC. Cagliano got it on it the other night. The only problem I have there is 13 power plays to the other team in three games is too many. <laughs> You've got to stay out of the box a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, the PK last night six shots on goal in eight
1: minutes. Pretty good. And a shorthanded goal. Arguably the number one driving force in winning the game last night. Yep. Because you you think about okay, sure, they have a power play in the first period, and it's whatever. They don't score. It's not really a needle mover nope. because it doesn't score. But then second period you have they have back to back power plays. Yeah. You know, they have that Manson tripping and then the inner McKinnon interference. Which I was really surprised at how many people were like...
2: No, that was pretty uh, clear no,
1: interference no. I, I, the, yeah. the three of us were like, come on, it's interference. Yeah. I was really surprised how many people did not like that call.
0: And it's... I mean, sorry,
1: were you... Yeah, uh, but like... So they killed back to back. Yeah. You know, the I think there were 13 seconds of 5v5 time. It so it's essentially... You essentially have four straight minutes of, of PK time in that second period. Yeah. Uh, they kill it. And then, you know, they slowly start... To find their game after that, oh. uh, and then third period, it's a two-one game. Cagliano goes to the box, you kill it, and that's for me. I think that was the key situations. That it's not just that the PK has been perfect. Obviously, that helps, great, but situationally, they have happened in moments that change games on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> they give up a goal when they're down one nothing. They give up a power play goal, and it becomes two nothing. That the hill just doubled. That you're trying to climb to to tie what, the game and get back the into it.
2: Opposite of a silver lining. <laughs> we going back I, to the plumbers now. Yeah, yeah. I have no. no idea. Well, that because I think you know you're usually talking about the penalty <laughs> bronze. Do <Did> it. it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, a silver lining. You know, hey, you know they took a bunch of penalties, but the PK was actually good. I think in a, some of these games you're looking at it as the opposite of yeah, the PK was great, but boy, do they need it too much? Yeah. there's been too many penalties
0: and there's a saying it's a stupid saying but you want to know how to kill penalties yeah yeah just don't take penalties right i mean and that's what you were just saying and i agree with that and then and the one aspect that we haven't talked about usually your best penalty killer when you're penalty killing is great as your goaltender
1: Mm -hmm. right That's absolutely. he's been outstanding Mm
0: -hmm. he's been outstanding and it's great because it's good for him and it's good for the pk if you look at last year they had a horrible start, right, those first two, three games yeah. on the PK. And then your numbers are such a so small sample, and it's so big. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, we're never going to come out of this thing, you know, looking at numbers. But PKs do get together in the locker room, PPs, you know, and all that stuff. And and there's a friendly rivalry on the ice, too, during practice. I can tell you, like, Logan O'Connor goes hard against the PP, and it makes them better, oh, and yeah. vice versa. But it's, um, it's fun to see that they can look at numbers right now and say, hey, you know, knock on wood, we're perfect, and then you know, again, like we just talked about, Georgiev's been outstanding, correct?
2: I I floated the <clears> idea <throat> that he might be well on his way already to becoming the second best Avs goalie ever. Yeah, oh yeah, I read that today. Yeah, you, I, I mean, mean, we'll see. Always always to go. To do, obviously, yeah. was like the actual underlying statistics. So Kolesnik won, but, and then, <laughs> yeah, know, of course, naturally, uh, <laughs> Phil but it, it, at least ignore number two, whatever you want. You take a look in the past decade and you have some solid seasons in there. Grubauer has a couple of solid seasons. Kemper's regular season was very, very good in the cup year. And, you know, he's, Georgiev is right in that range. This only season that really is substantially better than last year from Georgiev would be Varley's 13-14 where he posted a 9 Yeah. And when you start the season like Georgiev has started this one, a long way to go, but hey, you know, that number is not impossible.
1: You have four goals in three games yeah. is pretty good. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
0: he looks so confident. You know what I mean? it's mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the best feet in the league, in my book. Um, he's on top of that crease. He knows exactly where he's at, and his feet are second to none. Um, and you want to be a good goalie in this league nowadays? If your feet are good, it's the biggest thing. It's like players and skating. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if you can't skate, you can't play. Well, it's kind of starting to be a little bit of the same thing with goalies. You know what I mean? And when I say skate, is be agile on your feet mm-hmm. post to post and inside yeah. the blue paint. Uh, this guy is unbelievable to look at. And, then, and it's too bad on that first goal because he over pushes. Yeah. Just a little bit too far up and then his skate, mm. you know, does not hit the post and then he just over and then he's like oh oh I'm in no man's land and then he tries to readjust
1: and then yeah. and then he's straight up on an angle and yeah, it's like guys, well. in this,
0: yeah, guys can shoot in this league right you know so it's like especially that one <laughs> yeah which leads to you know <clears throat> we were talking pre-game yesterday and AJ was being like you know boxing promoter uh, excellence and wanted something I'm just kidding he wanted and he's right he's right you know like <laughs> I you, love you, boxing I know he does he was being the promoter like uh, but you talk about last year, you know, a play that went unsettled, right? And mm-hmm. then Cogliano ends up breaking his neck. And I think it was important for – and it's not promoting violence. I think it's just important sticking up to each other, sticking mm-hmm. up for each other, for teammates. And who better than Logan O'Connor last night to set the tone for the game? You knew they were going to win just after that. You knew that the game was in the bag.
1: I like what Jared Bednar had to say where he, he said yeah. – I thought it would get us into the game a little bit better. <laughs> and instead, they proceeded to spend the next 18 and a half minutes kind of getting run a little.
0: <laughs>
1: but, yeah, I mean, that's, um, again, like, the, we talk about culture all the time on this pod for a reason. Yeah. It's it's the tightness. It's the way that the abs play for one another and not for themselves. And you see that. In it. Hey, yeah, last year might be last year. But there's some there was some unfinished business with that team last night. And it's safe to say that the apps finished it, and it's yeah. fine. And now they move on. They will see each other two more times in the next handful of weeks, uh, and then hopefully, you know, things go a certain way. See so them in the postseason again. They can really settle that thing. So, you know, I uh, I felt like last night was cathartic in that we can really move on from last year. It felt like it felt like okay, they got their shot early. They did it in their building. They spoil their home opener. They get the fight with Everlay. He takes it. They walk out of there. They finish with a 3-0 road trip. You can't get any better than that. You've given up four goals in three games. Your star players look like your star players. Kale McCarr has points in all three games. Guy's on his way to maybe winning the heart. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, only 79 more games to determine it. But you know. Uh and and you kind of add all of it up and you're like, last year is. It's so over in the past. It's yep. so it's it's done done done. We could we can we can move on from it really kind of emotionally as well, um, and and just put it to bed.
2: And now the focus is Chicago. The one the smallest nitpick of all time here, but the one other thing I would say is the Abs have had a very casual schedule here. Two days off after every game. They have one. Their games they've been dominant in all of their third periods, which is Mm. great, but be nice, especially when you start to get in the swing of the season. Maybe give yourself a couple easy games, ones where you don't have to grind it out to the final buzzer.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's where the power play comes in handy, right? You, You get that one or two extra. Power play goals, the next thing you know, instead of being in a one one dogfight or down one nothing in San Jose dogfight, yep. you're actually up two to one. It's a different game. Yep. You know what I mean? And then they're the ones that have to press the game to try to get back and you know at you and then things open up and next thing you know, you're uh you're up three, four, five, six, one. And like you said, it's an easier <laughs> path to uh, to a sixty minutes and, and it adds up at the end of the year. It does. It does. Those fractions <laughs> of a percent. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice, though. It's kind of like what you were saying—the Vegas Golden Knights uh, this year, the Avalanche the year before. You you have that Stanley Cup. You touch all you talk about. It, then you have the raise, you know, the banner mm-hmm. raising, and then it then it's like, okay, great, awesome. Yeah, we're done. Let's move on to this season. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. This Seattle thing—it's uh, been a thorn on their side, you know. Obviously, with the playoffs last year, and even <laughs> last night. I mean, those mm-hmm. guys play the Avs well. They don't mm-hmm. give them. A, uh, I don't think Nate and Miko like playing. the – the Seattle Kraken. I they're, think so, yep. Lots of teams should take a page out of their book and then how to, to play those guys. But, you know, somewhere, somehow, they are elite players, and, uh, you know, you're going to have an off night, and they had some sort of an off night, but they still produced. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, and that's the beauty of this.
2: Hey, look, when your worst game of the season so far is still a win, you're doing pretty good.
0: <laughs> that's right. And then uh, our show's been brought to you by Hero Bread. Uh, Hero Bread is uh, our new sponsor that makes bread for people focused on nutrition. The bread has high fiber and ultra net carbs with zero grams of sugar. I like that. I like that. While having fewer calories than the leading national brands, Hero makes sliced breads, buns, and tortillas that are available on Hero.co or from Amazon. Right now, Hero Bread is offering the DNVR fam 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.co and use our code DNVR to save on Hero Bread today. That is H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Also brought to you by Bet365. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Like the avalanche. On their good days. On their good days. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Get a better price on chosen markets for select games with Bet365 Boosts or Bet365 Super Boost. You can even get in on our very own custom bet. Keep an eye out each week for new bets on Bet365.com. Write with DNVR and place your bets using code DNVR365 at sign up. Must be 21 and over and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone know that has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. So that is 1-800-GAMBLER. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Well, let's get into maybe a little bit of top five here.
2: Oh, baby. Bet365 top five.
0: Yes, bet365 top five to keep going with the ad read. So today it's about top five NHL arena
2: atmospheres.
0: Ooh.
2: Ooh. Ooh. I don't think ball arenas going to make the list
0: ooh,
2: maybe you're wrong we'll all see. right i don't think it deserves to be the top three for sure i'll put it that way but. Yeah, all right well in well, <laughs> the playoffs may be a little different story yeah but. Yeah, yeah
0: but that's that, that's that's all part of it right all right so let's start with number five i'm gonna go with td Banks and this is a place I love the original six feel. I love being there back then. Obviously, the old Boston Garden and been gone for a long time. But TD Bank, it's it's fun. And they have that song of uh, welcome back, TD Bank Center. <laughs> 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 and it's just it's just so nice and so loud. And they have that, welcome back to Boston, whatever that song. I'm not a good singer, but... Yeah, the Dropkick okay. Murphys. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's awesome with Pastanach and Marshan and... Bergeron and uh, all the histories, and they had that 100 year celebration last week. So i go. I mean, Bobby Orr and all those guys were in there. It was amazing. So,
2: <laughs> does every Canadian just love the city of Boston? Oh, That's I what do. it feels this like. It's my favorite,
0: <laughs> my favorite city, man. I do, I do, I love it. Uh, that obviously I love Colorado, but I'm what? saying. Non Denver City.
2: Is it what like a four-hour drive from Toronto? Uh, from Montreal, it's 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 less than five hours. Okay, yeah. so so you're right there, <laughs> even less than ter- from Toronto. Yeah, so Toronto's maybe. a little further. Yeah, living on the East
1: Coast, where all the cities are just next to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. It's a little There's different. No right? major city. But hey, like if you've never hours. been, go
0: there. It's awesome. Awesome. I mean, it's a, it's a great place to watch a hockey game, and they've been lucky, obviously, with the Bruins there the last few years that are always at the top. <clears> you know or in the playoffs, right? So all right, number 4. We are going with my hometown, the Bell Center in Montreal. It's awesome. It's it's some very special. Their game ops for me is probably the best game ops in the NHL and it's 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 there's something they say about the the ghosts of the Forum Montreal Forum that that <laughs> went down the street to the Bell Center and yeah. you see those banners of all those Stanley Cups and all those retired numbers and Again, it's a little like Boston's those original six buildings, and there's a lot of history. And you know, compared to baseball, it's probably you know the Yankees and all that kind of stuff, which is nice. You know what I mean? And but you go in there, it, it is a show. It is special. The press box, they got the best hot dogs in the history of the NHL. It's not even close. Um, and they're just everywhere. I mean, they are everywhere in that press box. And and I tell you, if you're scratch on that night as a player, and the game ends and in the change room there's not 200 hot dogs there for the fellas then you're going to get fined by the other guys because everyone knows if you're a scratch you got to make sure you get the dressing room attendance to go get the chien sho.
2: is Toronto on this list? not quite okay good. As building good. in the NHL that's yeah, so what I was going to say wine and cheese crowd it's interesting to see it's that so diff- the different. Canadians yeah. have kept like an actual passionate fan base yeah. that shows up to the ring compared to a Toronto where the entire lower bowl is just suits
0: I'd say Montreal's <laughs> more like a European feel you know what I mean like you know those European crowds Right. The
2: hooligans, you know, like, like the, the German ones that sing the entire they sing, game, yeah. You
0: know, obviously, like, like, like all they're of into the ones the,
1: that sing all the time.
2: Oh,
0: they're still into that, you know. What I mean, which is fine. We're still doing the wave there in Montreal, but you know, again, I am know, so
1: jealous of Montreal's fan base. Yeah, it's, I look at them with such envy because that passion and the way that it dominates the whole city. Yeah. Like from a media perspective, I get why it's a challenge for players, and I don't mind that that's not part of the atmosphere in Colorado. <laughs> But, but imagine that kind of fan base and that just that lo- level yeah. of passion and yeah. that
2: love i'm I always I have
1: all the love it, for the
2: Habs Don't get me wrong, Denver is a great sports city, but oh, it's awesome. the only team that gets close to that level in Denver is the Broncos oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can't just walk down any street in Denver and start talking about the abs and people pipe up about it. It's <laughs> the, the number of all the medical stuff
1: I've done over the last six months, the number of times that I've had the, oh, what do you do for a living? And then they're like, oh, what's the avalanche? And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> they want st- us. <laughs> it's fine. Can't imagine that conversation ever happens in Montreal more than once or twice. Yeah. So yeah. are you over the age of five?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> you probably know who the Canadians Right. Are.
1: At least it, even if you weren't a hockey person, you're probably not baffled by, oh, yeah. I cover the Canadians, you know, it's like...
0: Canadians. (laughs) And then we go to number three. Number three, and this is where Rudo's wrong. I don't agree. I just don't agree. It's all right. It's all right. Um, I I just thought that run two years ago was fantastic, and it was just so unbelievable to be in that building and all the small things, and, you know, everyone singing and and being so cool and electric, and, and, and guys... From outside, the, you know, that are not there every night, you know, from, mm. from TNT guys, to, <laughs> you know, whatever. Bless you. But Thank coming you. in saying like, oh, my God, this is electric in here. You know what I mean? It's Maybe. so amazing. It's
2: bananas. And and um, I do want to give some credit there. Yeah. When the big moments happen, Colorado absolutely shows out. Cale yeah. McCarr's first ever goal in the playoffs was one of the loudest things, I think, yeah. that has ever happened. But I also judge <laughs> it. I, I
1: was sitting next to Evan for that. Yeah. <laughs> And we just started laughing because we were trying to talk to each other yeah we no. were sitting this far apart couldn't even come close to hearing one another we were just we just gave up
2: we so were like no from showing out to the playoffs and things like that yeah. I'm, I'm with you there yeah i do also remember 16 17 when the building no, oh, for was sure. empty But I,
0: yeah i agree i'm talking about now though i mean for me right now it's so look, good you lose
1: 60 games man
0: and i and I think, you know, game ops like Steve Johnson does a great job there at, at Ball Arena. I think he's – things like that go a little bit unnoticed, you know what I mean, at times, but I, I think he's they're fabulous, and they've, they've really captured the last couple of years. You know, I I don't I, disagree it, to 16, 17, you know, things like that. You know. The last
2: two years it's been a lot, lot better, too, before the Avs really came to fruition in this core and, and won their cup yeah. and kind of established a new fan base of hockey fans in Colorado. The late 2010s and early 2010s, even worse, to be honest. Yeah. Denver's a pretty big transplant city. There are a lot of people that bring allegiances from other teams to this city. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> I don't disagree. Every single sports fan in this city,
1: like of a Denver sports team, whines about some city. Yep. In whatever sport they go to events, it doesn't matter. It's it's started even happening at Broncos games the last handful of years where it's just like the number of people who are in the building is is frustrating. Both the Blackhawks and the Cubs have done it forever. The best part about the Blackhawks being bad is that it chilled. Yeah. Like they relaxed. Yep. And now that Bedard is back, like I guarantee you there's gonna, gonna be a thousand Connor Bedard jerseys there tomorrow. And, and that's be-
0: why I don't have that. You know, for me as a player, one of my favorite places was to go to Chicago. I played in the Chicago Stadium. Uh, before the United, uh, is it still what? called United Center, right? Yeah, no, yeah. As far as I know,
2: Egg. yeah. Because kind of a tangent, but yeah. whatever. It's an off day show. We can do yeah. what we want. Uh, as a player, what did you think of like some of the the things like Nashville has implemented in previous years, where they will only sell playoff tickets yeah. to local addresses and things like that?
0: No, I, I don't like that. To be honest with you, Soft. And, and I'm going <laughs> to cover it. You know what? I'll cover it at number one. Uh, and okay. You'll see it. There yeah. you go. And again, Nashville, another fun building too. But number two, uh, I, I got to go somewhere where I played a lot of games there. But uh world's most famous arena and, and the setting on Broadway above Penn
2: Station—just too much lore to be denied it's in that building, so right? Yeah.
0: It's just amazing. And then obviously the renovations the last few years, but it is the Rangers, and I think a lot of atmosphere has a lot to do with goal songs. And I just love the, you know, their goal song, and you know, what I mean, like it's just like, it's fun, and the people get into it, and it's the Rangers, it's the history. Um, again, a little bit original six heavy on those things, but three out of four right now. But, you know, there is there is a, a, a sentimental, uh, sentimental. Whoa, way to go! The French came out. Uh, sentimental uh, values to, to some fans there too. You know, right with the history, and it's just nice to see and. Uh, and again a lot goes with game ops and you know what kudos to the Rangers. it's it is msg and it's tough to fight um number one though for me uh and that's where I'll cover it is oh. Vegas um you know it's you're talking about game ops you're talking about atmosphere you're talking about like I tell you like scouts like before games like you know you're just kind of sitting there on the press box and you might fall asleep and you know like oh my god you know night but then you're there and it's like the, the, the table's shaking and you're you're like oh my god the sound system's is going and you're like this is going to be an epic night and you know their their game ops and for, it, it is amazing uh and it's so fun and it's exciting and and this is where I was going to talk about the the point you brought up about Nashville like yep. what's great about that place is every night there's 3 4000 people that are f- rooting for the other team. Yeah. Let's say they're playing Edmonton. There's three, four thousand orange jerseys, and then the banter starts outside before the game, and it's awesome, and it brings that electric atmosphere. And then it's you go in there, and you know, hockey brings people together. You know what I mean? Right? I mean, for, for most places, unless you're AJ, and you get in a fight, you know, in Dallas <laughs> somewhere, but you know what I mean? I in, in the parking, parking lot. Moment. Yeah, you know, whatever. AJ's a bruiser. You know what I mean? He's like LOC, LOC Jr. Um, all oh, scrap. Yeah, but it's, uh, I think it's what it does. I, I don't agree with those policies of not letting fans from other teams. I, I don't like that. It's soft. What's that?
1: I said it's soft. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think it's soft. It, 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 it's like a little hook and call, like, you know, like in the – it's like, come on, you know what I mean? They barely touched them. So you got to toughen up a little bit and let anybody well, in that building and, you know.
2: The part uh, – I love the Vegas building. It's yeah. my favorite road arena that I've ever seen a game in. Yep. But I think part of what you're talking about that takes away from it, take a look at MSG and the Rangers. Yeah. And it, when you don't have those other fans, a little bit of ribbing, a little bit of chirping, you lose some of that organic, natural history that gets built, some, you know, things like that. The the Potvin sucks chant is what I'm getting at <laughs> with the whistle.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. It,
2: it Still s- goes on. Stuff like that arises from, hey, chirping the other team's fans yeah. a little bit. And It's all in good fun, but yeah. it, you have to – Things need to form organically to really yeah. create that lore and history behind a team, you're behind right, a building. Right. Yep. Similar to the way the Avs of this generation have the sing-along with Blink-182. Yep, yep. It, it, you're kind of missing a little bit of that, I think, if you're not letting other fans in the building. I also feel like the Nashville thing feels so forced. Yeah, Like, I, like we get I, it, I it it's like a country
1: music town, but your goal song... <laughs> you score a goal and it immediately fires up and you're like, this sounds ridiculous. And you know, the, all the chanting at the goalie and stuff, it's, it all feels very minor league. Like that's stuff that I did at arrows games, you know,
2: I'm also like programmed by default that if you throw a sea creature on the ice, I hate your team. So yeah, don't be (laughs) weird.
0: (laughs) But anyway, that, that wraps up our bet three, six, five, top five. Right. Um,
1: that atmosphere in Vegas really is crazy, oh, though. Yeah, to sit yeah. in that press box and feel, like, and watch, like, my laptop just vibrate. Oh, yeah.
2: It's, it was it's, wild. And it's so Vegas, too, right? They put on a show. It's oh, all It's theatric. so corny, man. Yeah. They've got the
1: night out at Center yeah. Ice. And it's
2: my buddy, that,
1: that That year, that first year, uh, especially, where he's, like, pulling the sword yeah. out of the stone. Yeah. He's, like, he, like, Fighting slays dudes. the mascot yeah. of the other team. And you're like, what the fuck?
0: Lee, Lee was a Kings fan tonight for years. That's where I know him from.
1: Well, when you remember, the what was it, the first two years? I don't know if they still do it, but those first couple of years, they had fans that had been fans of teams, other teams yep. that lived there now oh, yeah. that were like denouncing <laughs> their allegiance. They their take the jerseys <laughs> off. Yeah, they yeah. take the jersey yeah, off and then, what? you know, it, and it yeah. was... It It was was just all so Vegas. It was so Vegas. The
0: penalty kill ends, and it's like you hear the slot machines, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, their, their goal announcement and Minnesota's goal announcement being the same thing just with the slot machine pisses me off <laughs> is me the same one dude it's, it's if you listen similar, if you listen yeah. to him and you listen to the p it a guy and fun building
0: too i mean it is i mean I, I don't like to give him props but it's a fun building there everything too. about that building sucks <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's location it's fans it's home team the, the sidelines everything about it it's press boxes is, is
2: fine i guess it's big and empty because who gives a shit? I guess the your your Islanders aren't in that heinous building anymore, so you're allowed to say that now. <laughs> I don't. I, I
1: haven't been to the new one. Yeah. So yeah, I actually don't know. Uh, well,
2: yeah, I thought NASA was actually. It's awesome. I mean, it got run down at the end. Yeah. But yeah, it was a super nice building when I was. Its younger. filth was its charm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, we can talk about maybe a little bit about the Eagles, right? The Eagles started yeah. their season last weekend. wasn't and, uh, great. Wasn't great, right? Couple. <laughs> uh, in Grand Rapids, a couple losses, and Megan is uh, not here today because she's trying to get over ourselves of uh, those two losses by the Eagles. Yeah. And, uh, just distraught. She's distraught. She's covering
2: by talking on the CHGO yes. podcast yes, right yes. now. I'm just
0: kidding. We like to give Megan. She does a great job. She covering. loves
1: covering the HL, so it's she fitting does. that she's talking Blackhawks today. Yeah.
0: Got him. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. But anyway, I mean, uh it sounds like they're uh, they're coming home this weekend and got a couple home games and mm-hmm. be nice to get back on track. Sounds like yeah, Eustace is gonna be playing, right?
1: in So we were nope, right about so. that part of the swap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. sent Onanen and Tufty back down, which is great, and then Caleb yep. Jones is still just down there. Yep. Well,
0: we'll see what happens All right. when <laughs> these guys get back and there'll be a lot of movements, right? At some point. They're listening, you know. Gonna-
1: uh, look for my money. If Jack Johnson just keeps playing this way, he can't continue. Yeah. Well, it 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 looks worse uh, than let's, last year. Uh,
2: let's be honest. There's too many defensemen down with the Eagles anyway. Yeah. You're you're rotating. Yeah, Nathan Klerman and Wyatt Demont down there right now, which you know, however you feel about those guys, they're very solid AHL defensemen. Like- well, and, and Nate Klerman was a guy that Jared Bednar
1: specifically was like, look, he put himself on our radar for a call up this year. Game two of the season, he's a healthy scratch because you're rotating in seven AHL, defenders. In the yeah, and it's like, it's like, man, this this is the stuff about this organization that drives you insane. Yep, a guy has a good season last year. He builds this momentum towards towards maybe breaking has in the good and good training. training camp that you would want to see. Exactly, yeah. he has the kind of preseason that you're after. He he's doing all the things that you want. Yeah, it's taken him half a decade to do. He's like 25 now, but. <laughs> At the same time, like he's, doing, he's 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 got his momentum. Yeah. And then... And then you put a brick wall in front you're, of him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're stopping it for what reason? Exactly. And that's the stuff that really frustrates me. Yeah. So I would like to, you know, this Caleb Jones thing, man, you're, you're running with 21 guys right now. Why are we doing yeah, this? He should just be on the NHL roster. Just Ryan. bring him up, get him into the NHL practices, and then... Uh, again, if Jack Johnson's play just does not get appreciably better, it you really need to start having a conversation of hey, we need to make a change here. Yep. I mean, he's he. We talked about it a little bit on the show last night. He's lost some of the trust of the coaching staff because
2: he, he was barely fifth. even PK the other night. Yeah. He was
1: fifth among Avalanche defensemen in PK time on ice with a minute, and it's like, yeah. what are we doing here? You you lost your PK job to Sam Gerrard. You I think Sam's been really good. Me too. Yeah, he's been yeah. great. There's nothing to do with yeah. yeah right, but know. that's that's the job that Jack Johnson needs to be doing. You yeah. you're gonna have a third pairing guy that only plays even strength for you.
2: Tough a, ask. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: a th- so for me that's that's my struggle. There is that I, it needs to get a little bit better. And the sooner you see Caleb Jones, the the better because that is a guy that he's he, this is not like a mystery at the NHL level. This is not Sam he's Malinsky got, or like, even Nate Carlos Almost two hundred like, NHL games, or something. Right, like at this, this point, is a guy yeah. that you're like he's played Might before. Be more than that actually, he's played. He's shown good numbers even in roles he probably shouldn't have been in. Yep, where he's getting overplayed on bad teams. So it, you know, I don't mean to make Caleb Jones seem like a world beater here. He's a third pairing defenseman, but he can play both sides for you, and he's solid and reliable, and he's fine. He'll have bad nights. But he'll do enough good work. Well, you know who also has had bad nights? Jack Johnson. So. Right. Uh, to my money, hasn't had a good night yet. I didn't think he was bad in the San Jose game relative to the other two. But, like, if that's the level, like, okay, great. You held your own in, in the Sharks game
2: where the entire team dominated. Frustrated.
0: Any, so. any, uh, just to touch up on it for a second, any fun... Or surprises like you see the last, you know, obviously the first three, four games in the league? Hmm.
2: I didn't think that Tampa would struggle quite this much. I knew there was definitely a possibility for them to be bad. Uh, They have no answer for a third goaltender. (laughs) I don't mean to offend the Tompkins kid, but. It's it's JoJo and JoJo alone until Vasilevsky gets back. Right now, dude's done an admirable job. Yeah, too. he's kept them in games. They got a point out of that Buffalo game the other night. Wow, well, didn't deserve that point. They did not, but they got it. That's the Tampa way.
1: Mm. Uh, well, and that's how you have to survive till Vossi's back. You steal points. You know, you're gonna look back and if he can get them on games they're gonna lose, if he can get them into five overtimes. Yeah, that might be the difference between them making the playoffs and missing this year.
0: Fun to see the Brink, I mean, I hate talking about the Red Wings, but the Brinkat and
2: Larkin. Yeah, you know, the Brinkat's popping <laughs> off for them. <laughs> looking at me he's like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's been fun, and there's a nice story, too, in, in Wash, Matthew Phillips, uh, you know, that was in Calgary. My five guy. years, five years, and a Calgary kid got three games in five years at the NHL level, and AJ's guy there, Mitch Love, gets the assistant coaching job in... And Washington puts in a good word for Matthew Phillips, and
1: guy that's five foot nine. You know, five eight. <laughs> if you like him,
0: he's five nine, but he's five eight. And he's 5'9 100- in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> one hundred and sixty pounds, and you know what? He makes the roster because they just. Uh, we talked about it in training camp here. Like he forced the Washington Capitals to make decisions, and they kept him. You know what I mean? And mm. and then he scored a goal and assist last game, and uh, you know it's kind of nice. I, I, I love. I, and again, I don't know him, um, but. I love to see stories like this. You know, what I mean, it's fun and
1: good on him to to yeah. stick
0: with it. And you it
1: know, cool to see Tompkins get in that game too. Yeah, absolutely. The seventh round pick, eleven years ago, get to finally make an NHL debut. Yeah. That's,
0: that's great. You love that. I love to see that around the league. Things like that. But but anyway, we'll uh, we'll take a little break here. We'll, our show is brought to you by Kind Love. Uh, kind Love is excited to be an official partner of DNVR and support another local brand. We love the kind love of cannabis so much. We made our very own DNVR joint pack. Tiff can play that video there.
2: No, she no, can. Is not. it only in studio? A eh? tragic. All
0: right. So not today. So we'll pretend that AJ and Rudo are the actors here. Visit one of our stores uh, in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR and receive the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% of all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. You can also visit their website at kindlove.com and use that code DNVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu.
2: Oh, she does have it. Let's go. No, she
0: does have it. We don't need Rudo. All right, and then we're also brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. That's where Game Time comes in. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. If you're still looking for seats... But he has home opener, which is tomorrow. You can snag them right now on game time. You can also get zone deals. You pick the section in game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and rows for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DNVR for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed.
1: Home opener tomorrow.
0: That's right. Bunch sh- of different
1: tickets going off for in the $75 range. There you go. If you want to sit in club level, those are also available, but they're more like $200. Club ain't cheap. Yeah. But also club level of a home opener, the team that's going to win the cup this
2: year. Yeah, that's a right. Pretty it'll good deal.
1: A, it'll be a fun night. <laughs> Which
0: leads us to the third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, and let's talk about home opener. Home opener tomorrow. Avalanche coming home, Nathan McKinnon and the crew, 3-0. and Great start to the season. What do we expect tomorrow uh, for this Avalanche squad against a Connor Bedard squad with the Blackhawks?
2: Uh, look, man, I expect no excuses. That's a team you should beat. I don't care that they've started pretty decent this year. I don't care that Taylor Hall's healthy and back. Pfft, that team's bad. Go show it. I think it's that simple. I think like, we're good
1: for today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean honestly, you're right, man. I mean there's no there's no nonsense. You get you don't even have to you get them, but you don't need to worry about matchups with this team. Yep. You're better than them. You need to see, you know, just play the game that you did in San Jose. Just score more. Yep. Puck go net? Yeah. Uh I I, I one of the things that people like us are going to talk about, but I don't know how real it actually is. Connor Bedard's gotten a lot of attention so far this year. And I wonder how the Kale McCars and Nathan McKinnons of the world are like, all right. Okay. <laughs> a little keyed up for that, maybe. Okay, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, cool. You guys, um, you guys get, hey, the kid's great and he's going to have a great career. <laughs> he's going to be awesome, but um,
2: Not yet. We're, we're
1: the team of today. Yeah. And so, you know, and, Maybe. And, and I, I on a night-to-night basis, I think the ABS are trying to remind everybody of that this year. That's kind of their mission. Is like, y'all sleep it on us a bit. Um, but like home opener, you'd like to see them have that kind of energy like they did last year. Yep. And we've mm-hmm. seen we've seen so many times over the last five years. that when this team gets on Ball Arena ice, and they have a good five minutes, and they put a goal in, and the crowd starts to freak out and you feel the energy, even through a television. You can feel the energy in the building, and then you can feel the team pushing and feeding off of it. And uh, that's why we've seen as many of those, like, uh, game two, seven nothings over Tampa Bay kind of nights in in ball arena as we have is because that
2: it turns into that feedback loop,
1: and this is a team that can just bury somebody.
2: Oh Oh. Chicago, a team pretty fast and loose on the defensive side. The Avs are coming off a Seattle team that – isn't that, and you mentioned it the other night a j Nathan McKinnon doesn't have two bad nights in a row not <laughs> very
1: often, so uh yeah, i would um it it's it's either setting up to be a really disappointing night or a really fun night, one of the two, yeah it does and, not feel like a close three to two game is super likely yep,
0: the one thing though for the early bid like. People like me that go to bed—it's eight thirty. It, it is a one. late yeah, one a again late tomorrow. One. Even though uh, Avs are home, it is a late start, uh, driven by TV, right? So, uh, but it will be exciting. It'll be exciting to see uh, Connor Bedard. I mean, that's this kid is. Um, actually, saw him practice like five years ago in in Vancouver, uh, and somebody said like, "Oh, this is gonna be the first pick," and you know, obviously, you look at it at you're the like, time, I mean, it's great, yeah. awesome, you know been in Bantam hockey, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, great, you know I mean? That's awesome. He looked good. You know? You're know. like awesome. It was awesome. But I mean, the fuss he's, has he's been 13. around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, the fuss has been around that kid. And and it's all warranted. He's a good player. And then I think you're right, though. You know, there are the Nates and the you know the Micos. Like, all right, all right. You know, let's see what you got, because this is what we have, and this is what we've done. And, and I think it'll be an, an, interesting. But you can't take anyone lightly, especially in the NHL. And, I I think that helps, though.
1: I think that helps to take that edge off of the or the the fear away from complacency. Is they want to bury the kid?
0: Yeah. Oh, there's this league is deadly. I mean, there's no there's no friends out there. Yeah. And uh, everybody wants to bury one another. And well, I'm uh, sure
1: you could speak to that. You played next to Gretz. You know, everybody wanted to take a a shot at that dude, especially as he got older.
0: Hundred percent. You want to be you want to be better and. And I think you see that with goalies all the time. Right? Anything I can do, I can do better. Yeah, and then you know, yeah. or, or or star players, and mm-hmm. you know, if you see McDavid again, so or look at, look at the history of Crosby and, and Ovechkin, right? Hat trick, hat trick, and you know, what I mean, like it's like I I can do that too. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what makes this game so mm-hmm. fun. And
1: yeah, McDavid and McKinnon, dude, that is a battle of titans mm-hmm. that always delivers. That's you know.
0: that's my point. You know what I mean? So now I think if Connor Bedard, that is, wants to measure himself up with. Best of the best. Well, he's got he's got three of the top ten there tonight. I mean, tomorrow night in, in the league. In, in Nate and Miko and Kale. and.
1: Got to assume he's going to get that matchup against Taves and Makar pretty That's, I, frequently. I'm
2: super curious how Bedard handles a... Look, McCarr's a, a beast of his own, but an all-world... Defensive Taves. player in Devon Taves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's he going to How's he gonna match up one-on-one like on one like against he, that guy?
1: You're going you're gonna to try and pull that puck on the inside and shoot through his legs, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to poke it away from when you. you
2: watch Taves one-hand poke it a couple yeah. times against the kid, yeah. he be like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> and he's
1: he's going to be like, oh, I didn't even, oh, did I do that again? Oh, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> The other, the other side of this is that Bedard drops a hat trick yeah. on him, and, and this walks, is his coming out party. And, like you're, like, madness, and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, he's really good. And they lose 4-3. Yeah.
0: What about, like... Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, let's play coaches for, for a couple minutes. Like, You're any, the coach you know, here. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Uh, let's play coaches, the three of us. Any lineup changes tomorrow?
1: For my money, I would Go back to Lackanen next to McKinnon and in. I mean, the...
2: Natchushkin, raijo Duran
1: sounds fun to me.
2: You're you're trying to get Druin going, right? I'm trying you're, to get yeah. them all going. Uh, sure, but I think Druin is the one that is the furthest away from going. Rijo, for me. You can make that argument. I would put them, Fine the, with that. I would put them together, man. i not going to argue on that. Who, Who together? <clears throat>
1: Johansson and Duran. Okay. I would say that they both need to get it going. They need to gear it up.
2: So maybe, maybe that – I know you said they're not worried about matchups, but maybe that's what you look for. Maybe you put Druin and Rijo together and you try to hunt a – sneak him out against a fourth line against a bad team type of thing. Say, hey, we're going to give you the best opportunity we can here to, to get a little confidence out there on the ice.
0: I'm going to throw something at you. What about a guy like – I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just asking
2: my two maybe. friends.
0: What about a guy like Tatar with –
1: Mac, yeah, and Miko saw it a little bit last night. I'm down. Yeah.
2: I go cool with that too. Don't know if I love it with those two because Mac is such a volume shooter. What Tatar does best is score goals, and anytime Miko is deferring, I'm just mad about it. So <laughs> <laughs> you want I want him to take a shot. In theory, if you had a Rijo, if you had a Druin going. I'd be down to try with that, because those are two facilitators, right? Two guys that could feed someone like a Tatar who can find those soft spots on the ice. But at that point, you're putting three guys that you really feel like none of them are going super well. So don't know if that's a great idea either.
0: Yeah. I mean, what about on D? Would you do anything? I know you talked about your... But there's nothing they can do, I mean, as of now. Yeah, I mean, I...
1: I don't feel like Byram and Gerard are so good together, or have such a lengthy history of being good together. I would personally not mind seeing Gerard with Manson and Byram with Johnson. I but I'm—I don't really have like a strong objection here. I feel like as long as Jack Johnson's on that defense, you kind of are stuck like this. I,
0: I,
2: to your point, I think if Byram's having a good night, maybe you feel like you could shelter Johnson a little bit more with someone yeah. like him. Whereas there are some shifts with Johnson and Manson together, which just like, hold on to your butts. Yeah. And I don't feel like Josh
1: Manson. I feel like I feel better, way better about Josh Manson than I did a week ago. I agree. Well, I but do too. he's I also didn't feel good. Yeah. He's
2: also Josh Manson, good for one or two what moments. Oh, yes, of course, you know? man. But
1: like Josh Manson's always gonna have uh, and and there will be like total stinker of games yeah. where it's like guy takes two yeah. penalties, and you, you know, he plays a significant role when goals against, and you're like
0: but he's so different than the other guys, and I agree with you. Last week, I remember we were sitting right here. I was like, "Yeah, I don't feel good." Yeah, Meaning like about a lot you know, of worry. his health, and you know, hadn't played a lot mm-hmm. in preseason, and just feels good to watch. You know, to see. again knock on. I mean, we didn't hear anything that there's no, you know, nothing yeah, no, haven't. There's no injuries that we yeah are. And
2: it wouldn't change it for the Chicago game, but something to keep an eye on. If Freddie Olsen continues to be unable to win a faceoff they got to take a look at something there. I know someone in chat mentioned Peter Holland. That's not going to happen. They're not going to sign no, him to an NHL right deal. No, yeah. But, I, you know, that's a guy who you need to function as a bottom six forward, specifically a bottom six center. You got to be able to win some faceoffs, get your team some better possession there.
0: Yeah. I mean, and again, I think we see... Number forty and net again tomorrow night, right? I, I mean, obviously so. a home yeah. opener, where you know I would be shocked to see anything different than.
1: I mean, we talked about it. Yeah, they've had they had a sh- great opportunity to let in San Jose. Somebody else play in San Jose. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mess with it. Yeah, yeah let your him Home
2: play. opener followed by Carolina. The, guy, the guy's on fire.
1: There. Yeah, especially now, like he's on fire. I'm gonna let that ride. Yep.
0: No, no, I, I and I agree. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't change it. You know, he's. Sneaking in my top five in the league right now. We said it last night. He's top ten, but he's mm-hmm. sneaking in my top five. You know, I, I really The arrow's like pointing him. up. I really like him. Wow, what a pickup. Again, we're talking about Devontae's <laughs> last three, four years. Can't forget about Giorgi. that trade a couple years it's ago. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's it's one that you'll look back uh, and say, you know, some, some GMs around the league are, are going to want to, you know, hurt themselves or, you know, punch each other and not feel good about it. (laughs) And maybe they're going to need to call Bacchus and Shanker. You know what I mean? Like, see, you know, and then, (laughs) you know, and then uh, they could call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222 today for a free consultation. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury, cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle Rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. We can even help if you're injured at work. There's no upfront fee to speak with us about your case. No fee while we work on your case. No fee unless we win your case and win money for you. Call the two number to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Maybe Megan should call Bacchus and Chanker. She She got bumped into her car the other day. Also brought to you by Foco. Foco is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment uh, and merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It has the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. And many of the bobbleheads and decorations you see on set are Foco originals. Foco always has our back for Colorado sports, and they have yours as well. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non pre items, use the promo code DNVR for 10% off. Leads us to the boys were back late last night. They had a day off today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Getting acclimated back to uh, home life and get themselves back to you know business like... Uh, uh, a feeling to 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 get to that home reporter tomorrow. Any final thoughts on, on that one tomorrow?
1: Yeah, what's it like when Devon Taves walks into his front door? Because he signs his contract on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't come home since the yeah. money bag <laughs> dropped. Like, yeah. Exactly. So
2: like like like, what's that conversation like? That uh, they're buying. Is there a the, conversation? They're buying the Bugatti. Uh, what are those things called? Carousel for the baby in the crib. Nice. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then maybe maybe you know maybe awesome. his, his family will be mad that how much it cost them this week on the road for for I'm sure a heavy meal that the guys <laughs> were like, don't look at the credit card statement just no and don't they, do that. you know and it's like here you go you go see that guy and he's paying for it um that's how usually it is right you mm-hmm. know on the in the NHL, which is all fun and games and I would just right? wonder
1: about stuff like that like like he's going through like did he and his wife have that conversation <laughs> of like yeah, we definitely want to stay in Colorado. Are you cool giving up fifteen million money, dollars yeah. Yeah. so we can stay here?
0: I think it's awesome.
1: And it's like you're getting fifty already, right? <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> like, are we are we okay as a couple? Are we okay with that? Like, I would love to know what those conversations are like. of Of like, hey, this is a huge money deal anyway. Yeah, but how much money do you think you could spend? <laughs> time do I have? (laughs) This is always the, if you had one day to spend as much money as you could, how much much could you spend? And I'm always like, I don't know, not that much. Yeah, the answer
2: is not enough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, not nearly as much as you would think.
0: Well, I mean, there's a limit that they, you know, he sat with his wife and his agent and, you know, this is is what I'm willing to do and then, you know, if we get more, you you know, but again, I think it's what he did was he really meant what he preached, and uh, it was awesome. You know, he said he wanted to remain a NAV, and obviously you want to do that. There's sacrifices to be made when it comes to dollars and cents because they're yeah. a good team, and you, you have to, to take some sort of a discount, and he did. And uh, I, I just raised my hat to him, and I raised my hat to C-Mac and those guys in, in the front office because that was a win-win for everybody. Getting
1: that guy on a $7 million contract yes, is such, feels feels dirty. It, you know? <laughs> honestly, it really, dude, even now I look, I've looked at it a couple of times, and I'm like, because if you look at the contract comparables on CapFriendly, uh, you go through, you know, you just click compare this contract and it brings up the list. Yeah. The the guys on most of those deals didn't age very well, yep. but none of them were as good as Taves. So it's like. You're looking at like, I think Vlasic was one of the closest comparables. This is comparables. such a weird. And Vlasic was a one-dimensional defenseman. <laughs> He was a defensive defenseman, and as soon as he his defense started it, to slip, that was it. He yeah. did not bring value he to the had ice like anymore. One year, one forty point season. I so think.
2: you know it was. Um, well, do you, if you're the ABS, did you not like use Kale McCarr as a bargaining chip in this? Did not have Makar call up Tays and be like, "Hey, buddy, don't you want to play next to me for the rest of your career?" Uh, I mean, I think that probably naturally happened. Oh, where it I, was, I know.
1: But like players, players respect that business side, yeah. right? Where they, like, you guys, stay out of each other's business, and it's like, it's like, hey, like you do what you got to do. You have to do what's best for your family. Obviously, we'd love to have you here. We'd love to make it work, but. Yeah. If the team is gonna, if the team's only offering you fifty million dollars, and you think you're gonna get seventy in free agency, I completely would under like, how how many of us would would actually be upset about that?
2: No, to be like okay,
1: all. like like if you if, if the athletic called tomorrow and offered Rudo one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and Rudo called me and was like, hey, uh, like I really would love to stay, this but I mean, come this on,
2: literally changes my life. I would be, I would be like.
1: <laughs> brother I, I get it like you got to do like you know yep. I'm gonna miss you it's gonna really suck but come on yep. and, and we're talking chump change compared to what yeah we're, we're talking Devon might have left a legit 10 somewhere between 10 and 20 million dollars on the table
0: and, and, and I think that I compared something completely. I, I use pain tolerance you know some guys can play with pain some guys can't and Some guys are okay with money and some guys are, everybody's different. You know what I mean? And everybody's like different situations, different upbringing, different anything. And, you know, I I don't think guys judge each other. And that's why I say you don't judge each other with your pain tolerance, you know, because some guys can do it and some guys can't. You know, Mm -hmm. because then you're going to go out there and stink and, you know, might as well just don't play, you know. And it's the same thing with contracts. You know, I think guys respect that, you know, hey, it's my one shot. I want to go for as much dollar and cents that I can get, then so be it. You know what I mean? And yeah, we saw that.
1: that two years in a row here in Colorado yep. with both the Avalanche and Nuggets. The Avs win the chip. Everybody wanted Nazem Kadri to come back. Yep. Nazem Kadri wanted to come back, yep. but the money just, it was too good elsewhere. Yep. And the same thing just happened with the Nuggets and Bruce Brown. Yep, They would have loved to have him come back, but when he got the offer that he did, I mean, come on. Yeah you're talking about guys who have been on really good value deals for years in their, in their careers finally got paid, paid. And so for it to, to, to see it work, cause we had talked about the challenges, you know, for a year, we've talked about the challenges of Devontae staying in Colorado because it was probably going to cost between eight and $10 million somewhere, you know, roughly in that he was always kind of a hard contract valuation for a lot of reasons, but The abs doing the deal that they did, it's really hard to feel like they did not smash that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think this, uh, you know, makes us very excited about tomorrow. And uh, we appreciate everybody watching our show. And then obviously, uh, give us a like, follow us on YouTube. And also, don't forget to watch the uh, postseason wrap-up for the Rapids on YouTube with Mitch, Mm -hmm. Yaya, and Dwayne.
1: You guys saw Mitch on the watch-along last night.
0: Yeah. Don't forget to watch the you know their wrap up, right? As the the Rapids season.
2: Thank God um, it's over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One, more One more game, but they did their wrap up, right? So Yeah, they um, will
1: uh that's a good that's a good group that has had to have they they've had a tough year. Yeah covering that Rapids team. So go give them some love. Well, anything else?
0: Left side, right side? That's all I got. Off are you on your you're on your offside right now, right side. You're a lefty. Yeah. I'm a righty. He's oh, the lefty. Like yeah. You're a righty, and you're on your left. We're side. in our proper we're position. We're, we're good. You're like, yeah. You're I'm the one that's center. a misfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> Ruto's in your spot. You don't want to see spot. me
0: play center, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll do it. But let's it will uh, go the go defenseman's going to yeah. play center. <laughs> mm, it's <this is> fine. <laughs> It'll look like Josh Manson out there taking payloads. <laughs> 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 he was one of my duds last night. <laughs> that face off? No, No, the the breakaway move. move. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He will
1: not be the third shooter.
0: (laughs) No, that's why he solidified that he will not get back out there when it's a shootout. Um, That (laughs) is for sure. It would
1: have to be 15 rounds. Uh, Just based on what we saw from Jack Johnson a couple of years ago versus Josh Manson, uh, I might go with Jack Johnson in a shootout. I might look at Prosvitov before. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Would that be the ultimate power move? (laughs) To send out your backup goalie to, <laughs>
0: to shoot? take a shot, yeah. you I don't even know if you're here? allowed. I don't know. I don't know. why. You, but man. it'd be fun, though, if the Avs are so far ahead in the standings that, you know, and then you have a couple games left, and then there's a shootout, and then you're like, yep, okay, let's see what we got. You're like, yeah. look, we're 10 rounds in. Everybody yeah. wants to go home. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just but, send somebody out there.
0: All right. Well, with that said, we'll see you tomorrow. And then uh, tomorrow is obviously our regular Pre-game, right, which is an 8.30 game.
2: So it'll be an 8 o'clock game 8 o'clock
0: pre-game and then post-game. So we will see you tomorrow, and thanks for watching. It was awesome.